Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Level 99. I'm your host, Pete. Podcast about all things tech-related. Linux, DevOps, cloud, you name it. I do want to just take a quick side note and just say I do apologize about last week. Wasn't feeling too well, and I just couldn't uh, record an episode for you guys. So sorry about that. I just was just super drained, super tired. I just had to just take a day off. Um, just really just was not feeling too well. But yeah, back out of this week, right? So what I wanted to talk about last week was kind of like the elephant in the room. And the thing that everyone, and I mean everybody, has been talking about. And it's everywhere, all over the news. And if you haven't heard about it, you probably live under a rock like I do. <laughs> it's Elon Musk buying Twitter. And everywhere that I look, read, there is a huge split of mixed feelings about this topic. But before I get into what I think about it and kind of the rest of this topic, feel free to reach out to me on level99podcast at outlook.com or you can reach out to me in the description is a link to my anchor where you can leave me like a message. Let me know what your thoughts are. Right, I'm kind of interested in hearing about you guys and what you guys think about it. So first and foremost, Elon made a first offer. They didn't really budge, not, and then he made kind of like the Godfather move, right? I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Horrible. That was god-awful, but y'all get the idea of it. And he did. He offered them, I think it was, and this is from CNBC, and I quote, if they accept Musk's buyout offer, they will be able to sell their shares at 54 dollars and 20 cents each that's a lot and i think it was a rough estimate of 50 mil that he was offering no i was wrong 44 billion dollars that he offered to buy twitter and he has struck that deal with them some people on reddit and i and I love Reddit. God, I love Reddit. <laughs> they all kind of broke down the analysis of Elon's buying power. That he only has, I think, $3 billion or $10 billion in cash. Then the rest of it, he's taking a loan from his Tesla stock. And on, an, on another video from, I think it was CNBC, it, they mentioned how that he must believe in Twitter's profitability if he's throwing and shelling $44 billion at it. Maybe there's something we're not seeing, right? Kind of read in between the lines. There's no way that he's doing this for the goodness of his heart to make Twitter actually public speech. But we'll get into that. So the rest of the money that Elon is using, as I said, he is kind of taking a loan off of his Tesla stock. So that is a huge gamble. But at the same time, you know, Tesla is profitable. So he could use the money and revenue from Tesla to pay off his loan in the long run with for Twitter. And since Elon has bought, essentially, I will continue to refer that, that he has bought it because I think they have accepted it. That he has taken Twitter private to do what needs to be done, right? He wants to 
make it go private, get away from the ad revenue business, and make it more public speech. Former CEO of Twitter, from what I've read and understand, is actually on board and supporting, I guess, Elon in making Twitter more public, more freedom of speech, and all this stuff. I honestly don't really know how to feel about it. I don't really think that he is doing it just for the goodness of his heart. There's no way. That's $44 billion that you're throwing on the line. That is a huge risk. And I don't see Twitter being used as it was in the past. Like, yeah, Twitter is a great place and source of information. So when events were happening in Eastern Europe and Ukraine... I wasn't really looking at the news outlets to see what was going on. I was actually on Twitter and Reddit just throwing some hashtags around. And I was reading and, and seeing information flow that way. So yeah, Twitter does still have its place in our world today. But I don't think it is what the behemoth, at least it once was. And who knows, maybe by taking a private... They will be able to do that because when you are a private company, you have a lot more flexibility to do things. A lot more. You, you can do anything you want on a dime. And in the same article, although Musk hasn't said specifically what he wants to change, he has been critical of Twitter in the past, suggesting that the platform stifles free speech and engages in censorship. They do, but it's also, how do I say this without getting too political about it? Because I don't want to. We all are aware of the events that happened last January during the insurrection and how a lot of people were actually banned for misinformation. I think that was, I don't know. I think there's a very thin line there. And I'll think I'll just stop talking about that there. And I'll let you all have your own judgment and thoughts about that. Because it is a thin line. And I can foresee that if Elon does take a wrong move, that could essentially be the end of this platform, right? The so-called Twitter, and I think he probably should change it to Cyber Twitter because that'd be kind of funny and along the lines of what he does. Um, it could drastically kill the platform. Very is in a very interesting endeavor that is happening right now. Because when I first heard about this takeover, it kind of reminded me of the HBO series Succession, right? Like the hostile takeover and things like that. It, it was very much like that, and I was like, "Wow, this is actually happening." So I wonder what else he's gonna take over. And it could be, maybe that he is trying to build an AI and he wants the Twitter platform. But here are the few things that Elon Musk does want to change. And this has also been cited across several articles and different news outlets as well. So content moderation is not his only and main area of interest. The things that he wants to change is he has called for the addition of an edit button, which Twitter says it has actually been currently in the works. He wants users to subscribe to Twitter Blue to be able to pay with his favorite cryptocurrency, Dogecoin, 
Ah, there it is, right? Plot thickens. He just wants to keep pushing more coins. I am a fan of crypto, but I am not a fan of the crypto platform at the way it stands. I think there's a lot of room for growth and potential, but not when it's kind of used like this, right? Like he wants to push, at least from what I'm understanding reading here, is that he wants to push Twitter blue with only the payments of his crypto. That's kind of a bottleneck. Now that's not gonna that's gonna be a very thin margin of folks that would probably hop in on that. Unless if you make buying that crypto as easy as possible right because if i i mean i'm just saying this because i'm i'm lazy right i think you all know this by now that if it's not easy and it's and it's a lot of work in between to do i'm not doing it so if i have to go to coinbase make an account buy dogecoin transfer it and to pay for twitter blue i ain't doing it then again i don't really pay for social media subscriptions anyways but you all get the point he also states that twitter should make its algorithm which determines which posts are shown to which users, open source as to increase trust in the platform. Okay, okay, that ain't so bad. I, I, I'm a huge advocate, as you guys know, for open source, so that's not bad. But at the same time, that is the algorithm is most likely Twitter's bread and butter. But I do think that if they do promote and push that into the open source community, I think it will probably bring in a lot more users because then you can add and and push and and request new features a lot easier because then again it's, it's up to the people so this is very interesting you know and then the last thing he said is that twitter should eliminate the spam bots that plague its platform or die trying and will authenticate all real humans with a verification badge of some sort so what after submit a like driver's license and my social security number i guess that ain't happening i'm gonna delete my account real quick i hate when you know social media accounts or things of that nature that request too much information from you that isn't even needed and i hope there is a easier way of authenticating real humans so maybe just having your phone and you know you taking a picture of yourself and that's it that would i would say that's acceptable what do you guys think how do you feel about that i don't think a social media company should need more information than that to verify that you're a real human i remember a couple of years back um i can't remember when i was messing around with python and doing bots off of uh instagram it was so easy because i remember i kept seeing all these plague uh notifications and offers about getting more subscription subscribers on instagram or getting more or getting more likes on your photos you just pay like 9.99 or some chunk of money like that and i was like it can't be that hard because this can't be natural followers it doesn't make sense to me so as i dug into it i was like oh it's just a bot that's all it is it's just a bot you run through a couple of power uh Python scripts and you just generate likes and, and followers. I like guess a lot. That's a good. That's a good. It's uh, a good hustle. But now it's kind of plaguing the internet with all these other service platforms. But the one thing I do, I guess, appreciate is that there will be a court for now, right? Can't say this forever, but for now there are no layoffs happening. But the one thing that did catch my eye 
and I think this was with CNN or I don't remember where I read this one, but several top uh, lawyers and staff members were crying during the takeover. They weren't so happy about us, and there wasn't a lot of information about it. It was kind of more of like a fluff piece from the during the few that I did read about this. But I wonder if they read something in the offer that made them worried, right? Because if your top lawyers are crying, what does that kind of tell you, right? Like, I wonder what they read during the the proposals and things like that. It's a very interesting debacle, folks. And I wonder how many more companies that he might buy up. Because this is so different and so left-wing of what he normally does. But anyways, I'm going to cut it short for today. I really wanted to bring this up and talk about, talk about it with you all. But stay tuned for... The next couple of episodes coming up, I am in the works of trying to get some folks together to talk about pros and cons of Puppet versus Ansible, Um, get someone on to talk about Cloud Custodian. Fingers crossed that will be a amazing topic to get into and a couple of other ones that I have been actually brewing. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode please you know feel free to reach out to me let me know your thoughts what do you guys want to hear more on what do you like feedback whatever is always appreciated and as always feel free to share it out with your friends or your colleagues do appreciate the support so thank you and until next week take care everyone